0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app.
1: We welcome in now Brian Baldinger. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider Call is sponsored by the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em, turn your football picks into $10,000 if you enter now by texting PICKS, P-I-C-K-S, to 20357. That's PICKS to 20357. You could also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. All you have to do is search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Brian, how you doing? How are things?
2: Brian, life is good. Life is really good. I'm I'm exactly where I need to be right here. I'm in my film room. I just got to have a hot yoga class. Wow. I'm, I'm like meditative. I'm calm. I'm, I've got, you know, I'm going to try to figure out how Matt Ryan throws back-to-back pick sixes. I mean, I, I've got stuff i got to get to here so, tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to hear because today when I was getting my workout in, I was actually watching you on the uh, NFL Network yeah. earlier on yeah. this morning. So I want to yeah. start with the game that you called uh, last Sunday, the 49ers okay. and the Eagles. And I want to get your thoughts on this Eagles team because I think that some people were overhyping them a little bit after week one. I think Jalen looked really good. Defensively, they look solid. Um, what are your thoughts on the Eagles right now?
2: Well, I mean, there's just – you know, I mean, Jalen Horch has started six games. Right. You know, uh, you know, he's got he's to gotta see more. He's got to play more. Um, They had a golden opportunity to really jump on the 49ers. They were – had first and goal at the one. They, You know, they ran four plays. I, I'm still scratching my head at what they were trying to do on any of the four plays. You know, they didn't come away with any points. And the 49ers went, you know, 97 yards and took the lead 7-3. And, you know, that's what good teams do. They had two long drives. They, they didn't look particularly good either. Um, but you know, not just the Eagles. Uh, there's just a lot of teams that you know, without preseason and really playing in preseason, you got to get into shape, you got to find your identity, um, and then you got to figure out what you're good at in September and what you need to get better at, and then you have to adjust. And I kind of think that's where the majority of the league is right now.
3: Baldy, how do you how do you balance as a player? The possibility of getting injured during the preseason, with the rustiness of not playing in the preseason, you saw you're seeing that with TJ Watt right yep. now too, with the groin injury, not playing at all in the preseason, and also not showing up for camp fully because of the contract issues. Like, how do you put those into pers- that those two things into perspective?
2: You know, you know, Trist, it's 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 really a league wide issue. Um, like, like, for example, Andy Reid uh, he's always had the philosophy. Um, You know, since he came to Philadelphia in 1999, I mean, he plays his guys in the preseason. Pat Mahomes played in all three preseason games. His new offensive line played in every game. You know, the Los Angeles Rams, who are 2-0 and looking great, they didn't play anybody. You know, so it's just a different philosophy. Um, A lot of teams, like the Eagles, they scrimmaged twice this summer. They scrimmaged the Patriots, they scrimmaged the Jets. Um, A lot of teams did double scrimmages, two days of intense work and, you know, kind of controlled scrimmage, that kind of thing. And I think that's the direction it's going to. But the fact is, it's it's almost a blessing. I know a lot of people didn't like the idea of a 17-game schedule. But I think it's a blessing for some of these teams that are sort of struggling right now. Like, you get an extra game right now to try to really figure things out. Because eventually, Trista, what happens is, if you're going to play in January, if you're going to be a playoff team, you've got to really – put a streak together at some point, you know, four, five, six games in a row. Most teams, if they can do that, they get to the postseason. And if they can't, then, you know, they're rebuilding for next year. Baldy,
0: you you already talked about the fact that some of these teams have to get into – Figuring out their identity. And when I mm-hmm. hear that, I think about the defensive unit for the Washington football team. This is a team yep. that we thought was just going to come in and and the one question mark that they had was going to be on offense. It wasn't going to be on defense. And so far, we haven't really seen that from this Washington football team defense. Can you pinpoint how they can find some success here um, now in Buffalo upcoming on Sunday in a very uh, a bad spot for them, honestly, after the two games that you know they've let other teams take advantage of them?
2: Well, first of all, I I totally agree with you, Quinn. And, you know, you know everybody wants to just hype up the Redskins defense because they they finished with the good, you know, good numbers last year and stats and all that stuff. They didn't play the schedule they're playing this year. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yep, That's part of it. But, you know, just because you draft guys in the first round doesn't mean they're great players. We see it all the time. You know, so they have four number one draft picks, you know, on the defensive line, and they just think they're just going to all eat. You know, but, like, to me, Chase Young still has to learn how to play. Like he's he sh he flashes and at times you just see, you know, incredible talent. You know, and then sometimes, you know, if, if not that he's not playing hard, but he's not affecting the quarterback nearly as much as I think he can. And so I think a lot of these guys, Montez Sweat, I think might be their best defensive lineman. I think Mont you know, Matt Ionidas sometimes looks like the best interior pass rusher. But, you know, they got a lot of new parts. They got Jamin Davis is there and William Jackson and you know, you gotta What happens to me, Quinnen, is you've got to go out and play a great game against a great team like Buffalo and just shut them down before you believe Mm. that you're really good at what you do. And I don't think that they really – nothing against the Chargers or the Giants. I mean, they're all good teams. But sometimes you just need to go shut Josh Allen down and Stephon Diggs down to prove to yourself that you're a good football team. And and sometimes that's – you get a lot of confidence when you beat a good football team.
0: Baldy, well, absolutely agree with you? And speaking of just believing in yourself, one guy that is not short of belief in himself is Taylor Heineke, who's back there playing the quarterback <laughs> position right now. What are just your yeah. initial thoughts? Well, I guess not initial because you saw him play last year, but what are your thoughts about him so far throughout the season and uh, just moving forward? Can he be the starting quarterback for the rest of the year for Washington that he believes he can
2: be? Well, I've, I've known, I've known uh, Taylor a long time. I, I did some of his games at Old Dominion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um when he was playing, playing, you know, a much better schedule than that conference. And I, I got a chance to see him throw the ball with anticipation and, you know, how he sees the field. He's good at all that stuff. I, I only have one because I, I know he can play. I know he knows how to, you know, read a defense and find the open guy and, you know, get the ball there. I, I You know, he breaks the pocket a lot, and he runs a lot. And he's not a big guy. And then, he, you know, he talked about it the other night, Thursday night, you know, he gained some weight. All right, la-di-da. Like, you know, you, unless you're Lamar Jackson and you're running in this league, like, good luck. Like, you're going to get hit, and it's going to hurt. It it does to everybody. And so that's what I worry about uh, is him breaking the pocket, and he's very competitive, and he's probably, you know, a lot more authentic than people think. So he can get your first rounds and scramble, but most of these guys get banged up when they do that. And so that's that's what I worry about is him getting banged up.
1: Uh, Baldy last night, the green Bay Packers bounced back after a terrible week one performance against the saints. But still, I think there's some concerns about the defensive side of the ball, mainly, uh, Kevin King, when he's on the field, (laughs) we get a good preview this weekend with Tampa Bay taking on the Rams. Who's the team in the NFC that you think gives a real scare. If any team in the NFC, uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, would it be the Rams who look pretty good with Stafford? Would it be the Packers, even though there's some question marks, or is there another team in the NFC that you really like?
2: Well, I mean, look, this game with the Rams and the Tampa is, is really a great showdown early this season. Yeah. Um, the Rams are just built on their stars. I mean, they're, they're going to Indianapolis last week, and Aaron Donald like, is just you know, crushing things and chasing you know, Carson Wentz and basically putting them out of the game. You know? And there's Jalen Ramsey finishing the game with an interception, and there's Matt Stafford. I mean, they're built on their three stars. And when they play big like they did in Indianapolis, they win games. And so they're going to have to be on their game this week, no doubt. Now Cooper Cup, you know, he's he's a router. You know, he can just beat about anybody's coverage. I would put Sean McVeigh up there. I mean, if you if he was the coach of the Golden State Warriors, he could he could draw plays for Steph Curry. That guy could draw plays now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like he, he he's a good coach, and it's a, it's a good matchup this week. Um, and I, I like both those teams, but I think the 49ers is going to get a lot better. They got to get healthy. Uh, and you got to stay healthy. But the core of the team is really, really good. Um, you know, and the Arizona Cardinals are surprising people, but um, I'm not sold yet. Defensively, that was not a good effort. Um, it was a good performance. The effort was fine. The performance wasn't great against Minnesota. They could have just easily lost that game. So, I look, I think Tampa, you know, the Rams, I would look out for the Carolina Panthers. Um, I know Matt Rule really well. They're really well coached. They just completely, you know, uh, foiled anything that New Orleans thought they could do on both sides of the ball last week. Uh, I, I think Sam Bradford is, or I think Sam is, I think he's just still, I don't know, like he's still going to give you a couple opportunities, you know, to take the ball away. So I'm not, I'm not totally sold yet. Although McCaffrey makes everybody better.
1: Ball, you're really quick going back to Green Bay on the defensive side of the ball. Do you think getting rid of Mike Pettin was the right decision? Because when I watch Joe Barry, like I still see the secondary, they're playing like ten yards off the ball. There's no press coverage. They have no pass rush. I feel like I'm watching the same exact defense. Maybe even worse. Do you think they made the right decision there?
2: I was a big Mike Pettin fan. Yeah. You know, he he's a disciple of Rex Ryan, and their whole philosophy was to affect the quarterback. You know, now Zadarius hasn't been out there. You know, he makes a difference. He's maybe a top-three pass rusher in this league. Um, because then you can get Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary, and you get a healthy Zadarius, but I don't know if he's going to get healthy. He's got a bad back. But if he can, you get three guys like that, and then you get, you know, the inside push they get from, you know, a particular defensive tackle. Like, you know, that that can help any secondary. But um, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I was a Mike Pettin fan, and, uh, you know, uh, they they made it they made a change we'll we'll see how it plays out
3: Baldy you talk about defense one defense that has been abysmal and now cool. is look to turn yeah. around is my and your Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and honestly I think Micah Parsons moving to the defensive end actually makes him look a lot less lost I think he had eleven uh eleven uh pressure on the quarterback um, do you think that was the plan always to use Micah Parsons as an edge rusher and I I really don't want to overreact too much but I feel like maybe this outside of the secondary maybe the Cowboys have sort of kind of turned things around defensively
2: well I would disagree with you about Micah I I think you know he's going to win the defensive rookie of the year you think so He's he's the Cowboys best he's their best defensive player he's a phenomenal talent he played in because of the injuries to you know DeMarcus and you right. know, Randy Gregory's situation, and he was great. I, I had no idea he could rush a passer like that. Um, he is unbelievably talented. And, you know, his role, his role is really, I mean, they built the whole defense around him.
0: And yeah, the defense they did. is much
2: better. I mean, they've got four receptions in two games right now, Trista. And, you know, when I watch them, they're much faster. They're playing much faster. Leighton Van Der Rush is playing the best he's played since he started getting hurt. Um, I think Trayvon Diggs is a really good player. This Osedeko is, I think, is going to be a real good player. Mm -hmm. I think bringing Calvin Watkins in is a good was a good move. They just look; they're more coordinated right now for sure. Uh, They're faster, and I don't know. When I watch the Cowboys defense, I can't take my eyes off Micah Parsons. He's a phenomenal talent. Uh,
3: Quick, quick uh, follow up question: Do you think that that was actually true when they said if Sertain was there, they would have taken Micah Parsons over him? Given the fact that you said they built the entire defense around Micah.
2: I would have, and I love Patrick Sertan, but and he's playing great in Denver. But I would have taken Michael Parsons over Patrick because he could do more. You know, I mean, he's he's that guy. Is he could cover slot receivers. He can rush the passer. He can, you know, he can play middle linebacker. He can be your, you know, your your designated rusher. I mean, and then his speed, his closing speed, is blinding. Mm. And I, you know, look, Penn State's the best wrestling school in the country. Um, they win the, the, the they win the Nationals every year now, and he looks like a Penn State wrestler sure the does. way he takes people down the open field. He doesn't miss tackles.
1: I think this is going to be Iowa's year, though, Baldy. I'm just kidding, man. Thanks so much for joining <laughs> us. We have, have on, we have to have you on again here soon. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks so much. again. Nice to
3: meet All right. you.
2: All right. yeah. Great talking everybody.
1: That's Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. We call him Baldy. Insider call sponsored by the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. You can turn your football picks into $10,000. All you have to do, enter now by texting "picks" to 20357. That's picks to 20357. You can also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora, JLC, on Baldy's Breakdowns. New episodes out every single week. All you have to do, search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. And while you're there... Check us out. BetMGM tonight. Give us a follow, subscribe, five-star review, emails to bosses, all that fun stuff.
3: Can I I just say, Baldy, tremendous. Like, just tremendous. Never misses. Never misses. And honestly, like if I've ever felt good about the Dallas defense, it's right now. It's yeah. right now. Baldy's like, gonna make Baldi you, feel, that you way. feel good. I, and honestly, like let's let's go ahead and get that uh, Micah Parsons Defensive Rookie of the Year future up right now. Let's like simp. that's how good and confident he felt as a former Cowboy.
0: Let's simp for Brian Baldinger. Let's simp. for Baldinger. Baldi.
3: And also simp for Micah Parsons.